Hello, and welcome to Life, Health, and Healing. I'm Dr. Ted Cole of the Cole Center for Healing. You can visit our webpage at www.colecenter.com. Our other websites are linked there as well. In addition, I, you know, sometimes put information up on Facebook. That can be found under Cole Center for Healing, Cincinnati Hyperbarics, and DrVitamins.net. There's been a lot of information over the years about the, quote, danger, unquote, of supplements, vitamins, nutrients, so on. So let's set the record straight, shall we? (laughs) I saw not too long ago an article on Yahoo's homepage, which stated in no uncertain terms that taking vitamin C orally could kill you. That's right. Simple vitamin C over-the-counter ascorbic acid could be fatal. Okay, there's only one of two explanations for this kind of information out there. One is that the person failed to do even the most minimal of research to get the information about what they're talking about. So if that's the case, they fail even the most basic requirements of a reporter or of a researcher or of anybody disseminating any information. Or number two, they're actually lying about it. They know that that's a false statement, yet they're going to say it anyway because they have an agenda. And I have to say on that particular article, my guess is that it's that latter, that they're simply spreading false information because they have an agenda and this is nothing but propaganda. And I see this over and over again where you see articles warning you about the horrible dangers and the problems associated with nutrients. Well, shall we look at some facts? Let's do that and really see what the truth is. So, we have the latest report, and it's called 2019 Annual Report of the American Association of Poison Control Center National Poison Data System, parentheses, NPDS, parentheses, (laughs) 37th Annual Report in Clinical Toxicology, published in 2020. The author is Gumman, G-U-M-M-I-N, and several others. Guess what they found? No deaths from any vitamin. Zero. None. Not a zip. In addition, no fatalities, no deaths from amino acids, creatine, blue-green algae, cosamine, chondroitin, homeopathic remedies, Hispanic medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, Asian medicine, no deaths from herbs of any type, no deaths from blue cohosh, no deaths from ginseng, kava kava, yohimbi, none of them, none, zero, zilch, nothing. And of course, the data is applied, and you can look at this in table 22 in pages 1,508 to 1,518, which is kind of at the very end of that might have been there because they were hoping nobody would really look to see what's going on, but zero. Now, I've looked at these reports over a bunch of years, and over the years, this has been the norm. There have been no deaths, no fatalities reported from any of these agents. Now, they go on to mention that a single death was attributed to some kind of, quote, other single ingredient botanical, but it's unspecified, So there's really no data there. And I have to tell you that I get reports from patients. They'll go into an emergency room 
and they might be taking four, five, six different drugs. The ER physician can't figure out what their problem is, but they tell them that their problem is because they're taking vitamin C. Can't be those other drugs they're taking. Their problem is they're taking vitamin C. That's what's causing all this. <laughs> oh, horribly untrue. Now, in this same report, they say there's a single fatality attributed to, quote, an energy product, unquote. Now, no telling what in God's name that is. Again, it's unspecified. So we have to assume there is something in there. Uh, oftentimes, they load these up with stimulants of some sort. And as we've seen, a lot of these products can even be adulterated and contain agents that are not strictly over-the-counter, but are drugs that are hidden in those things. This occurs particularly with things manufactured overseas, unfortunately. So, zero deaths. And I, like I say, this goes back for years and years and years. If you look at these reports, they publish one every year, you'll find as you go back this same report over and over and over again. No deaths, no deaths, no deaths. Well, how does that compare, though, with drugs? Let's look at the data here. So I'm reading this. Now, this is published by the Harvard Edmund J. Safra Center for Ethics. And the author is Donald Light. And I've looked at the research that he's describing here, and it says the same thing. So let's take a peek and see what he has to say. Systematic reviews of hospital charts found that even properly prescribed drugs, that is properly, not miscribed, not overdosed or anything, cause about 1.9 million hospitalizations a year. Over 840,000 patients in the hospital have serious adverse reactions from drugs, again, properly prescribed, for a total of 2.7 for million serious adverse drugs re drug reactions and about 128,000 people die from those drugs prescribed to them 128,000 versus zero now I, I'm not the best mathematician in the world but if I'm looking at my odds what are the you know chances of adverse reaction or death from a drug or from a nutrient, I think I'm going to go along the route of the nutrient. <laughs> now that 128,000 deaths per year ranks about fourth with stroke as the leading cause of death in the United States. Now that's pretty significant. When you look at the European Commission and what they're estimating, they state that prescription drugs, and again, we're talking about properly prescribed things. We're not talking about your average guy getting, you know, drugs off the corner salesman over there. <laughs> but the European Commission estimates about 200,000 200, deaths per year. So together, between the U.S. and Europe, 328,000 deaths per year from properly prescribed prescription drugs. That's a ton. <laughs> Why are we not hearing about this? Instead, we read things like taking vitamin C can kill you. This is an obvious, obvious propaganda stroke here. I mean, you know, 
it can't be more obvious about what's happening. When you really look at the numbers, when you look at what's happening, and more importantly, the overall intent is to discourage people from taking nutrients. Now, as a medical student, I had to take biochemistry, physiology, and so on. What does the body run on? Nutrients. Our body needs proteins, vitamins, minerals, fats, and so on. This is the normal function. This is how the body works. Drugs are not normal. You don't find drugs in people's systems unless they're taking them. So, contrary to what the FDA says, drugs don't heal. They don't cure. Hence, turns you know, the world of 1984 from Orwell into reality here. Only nutrients can actually heal for the most part because the that's what the body needs to function. So when you're taking a drug, you're really not, you know, the vast majority of the time going to heal. Now, some people say, well, what about antibiotics? Yeah, antibiotics can come in handy. But when you look at the interaction between the person and the infection, it's more important about the person's overall health. And I'll tell you, as I've noted in prior podcasts, nutrients, particularly vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin A, and so on, have potent anti-infective properties. And then probably are at least efficacious as, and in in many cases, particularly the viral infections, much more effective. So, again, if I'm going to, you know, take my chances here, (laughs) I think the research is pretty clear on what our odds are, depending on which kind of category, drugs or nutrients, we're going to be taking. I'm going to go into more of this later podcast, but I'm going to just hit another one here. This is entitled Institutional Corruption of Pharmaceuticals and the Myth of Safe and Effective Drugs. That's published in the Journal of Law, Medicine, and Ethics, 2013, Volume 14, Number 3. Major author again, Donald W. Light. I'm going to read this because I think it's important enough to give you an idea of why we're seeing some of this occur. Over the past 35 years, patients have suffered from a largely hidden epidemic of side effects from drugs that usually have few offsetting benefits. The pharmaceutical industry has corrupted the practice of medicine through its influence over what drugs are developed, how they are tested, and how medical knowledge is created. Since 1906, that's 1906, heavy commercial influence has compromised congressional legislation to protect the public from unsafe drugs. The authorization of user fees in 1992 has turned drug companies into the FDA's prime clients, deepening the regulatory and cultural capture of the agency. Industry has demanded shorter average review times and, with less time to thoroughly review evidence, increased hospitalizations and deaths have resulted. Meeting the needs of the drug companies has taken priority over meeting the needs of patients. Unless this corruption of regulatory intent is reversed, the situation will continue to deteriorate. And that's exactly what I've seen in my career. This is a dead end. If we're going to continue pursuing ever more expensive (laughs) drugs with fewer and fewer benefits, 
we simply can't afford it both, you know, monetarily and health-wise. So when you see an article that describes all the horrible effects of nutrients, take a deeper look. See who wrote the article. What are they basing their evidence on? Where is this coming from? Because I can tell you that just like I read here, the real data shows there's no problems, no deaths, no fatalities, nothing from nutrients of any type. So, food for thought. Thanks again for listening. I appreciate it. I'll talk with you later.